Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 2nd of March, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished up slightly to 7,255 points. The standout was BHP, which surged 4%, and that rise pretty much explains why the bourse ended in the black. Rio Tinto and Fortescue also closed up 4%, while Woodside rose 2.2%. Otherwise, all the other companies in the top 15 went backwards. ANZ fell nearly 3%, while Commonwealth Bank, National Australia Bank, Westpac and Macquarie Group were all down around 2%. Wes Farmers and Woolworths both ended down around 1%, and Telstra was a bit of a star. It didn't move at all. Diversified Miner South 32 was best on the day, up 5%, while Nickel Industries, Mineral Resources and Whitehaven Coal all did well too. Linus Rare Earths was the worst performer, down nearly 7%. Story number two, the Reserve Bank will work with private sector banks on developing a central bank digital currency. Commonwealth Bank and ANZ are two of 14 banks, fintechs and payment companies that will look at the use case and economic benefits for a central bank digital currency. Reserve Bank Assistant Governor Brad Jones said the pilot program will contribute to hands-on learning by industry and to policymakers' understanding of how a CBDC can benefit the economy. Now, he said the case for an institutional wholesale central bank digital currency seems stronger than a retail digital units. It's interesting because it just shows how far the Reserve Bank has gone thinking about digital currencies. Story number three, Assistant Minister for Competition, Andrew Lee, wants the consumer watchdog to investigate restrictive terms in employee contracts that keep wages depressed. He was referring to things like non-compete clauses, saying they prevent job mobility and keep wages low. They're also highly regular in white-collar jobs. Lee also mentioned no-poach clauses in franchise agreements as a barrier to job switching. Lee pointed to evidence that Australia's heavily concentrated market is hurting workers, especially in the regions where there's limited employer choice. Now, a new Treasury working paper shows that wages tend to be lower in concentrated markets, such as regional Australia, and while they aren't getting more concentrated, the downward pressure on wages is intensifying. Story number four, Australia Post is to get updated with an overhaul of its 25-year-old regulations. The government said Aussie Post won't be privatised, but definitely needs to be modernised. And that probably means not delivering letters five days a week and becoming a stronger competitive in the parcel delivery business. The group is expected to deliver its first loss in eight years this financial year. And finally, story number five, Tesla will cut assembly costs by half in future generations of cars. But Elon Musk isn't revealing when the manufacturer will debut a much-awaited affordable electric vehicle. Tesla held its Investor Day conference overnight and more than a dozen executives, led by Mr Musk, discussed everything from a white paper plan for the globe to embrace sustainable energy to the company's innovation in managing its operations onto manufacturing, service, all sorts of things. According to Reuters, executives said Tesla's next-generation platform will include more than one vehicle built in standardised factories. Following the meeting, Tesla's share price fell 5%. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday, the 2nd of March, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Friday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>